Are you a defense financial manager looking to invest in your career? Attend PDI, the Professional Development Institute in Phoenix, Arizona, May 29th to 31st. PDI is the premier annual training event for the DFM community with over 100 educational sessions, 300 speakers, and the ability to earn up to 150 continuing professional education credits. This three-day event enhances the knowledge and skills of defense financial managers in the DOD, U.S. Coast Guard, and public and private sectors. Register today at PDI2024.org. Early bird rates end April 30th. It's Agastia Diaries! Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries podcast. It's me, Bethany. I'm sitting here with my husband and co-host, Anthony. Yo, 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 yo. He's sitting here shirtless. It's a vibe. But naked. No, just, just, just topless. Um, okay, so the podcast. Bethany and I, we're just going to get right into it. Um, we want this... We've created this when we do our creative thinking um, throughout the week. Just kind of a place where you guys can come, hear us speak about just bullshit, get your mind off of things, just kind of hang out, you know, in our zone, how we do things. Um, But something happened this week. And if you know Bethany and myself, we are very... What's the word? We support humans. We're for equal rights. We hate racists. We hate racism. Um, we hate people that judge others. Um, we're just, what would you say we are? What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. We're for the people. We're just we're trying for to be. Each and everyone. We just no, but that's pr- our beliefs. To practice and that's, inclusivity. Yeah. That's what. No, but we don't practice. That's really what we believe. That's yeah. really who we are. Yeah, but I'm saying we. You practice your beliefs. Yes. So you no, 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 no. But there's people out there who will it. say things and post things because that's the thing to post. Like we actually believe this shit. We teach it to our kids. We instill these values into our kids to right. be good human beings to treat others. With respect, but not just to be good human beings, but to be anti-racist, to be inclusive, which to literally I think, go out of your way to do which that. Which I think makes a good human being. If you're yeah. racist, you're not yeah. a good human being. But I'm saying there's a lot of people out there that are quote teaching their kids kindness and to be good human beings, but they're not really teaching anything beyond that. That's the only oh, lesson. And yeah, and you we know have, what I mean? We do have you know deep- every single day part of our homeschooling curriculum that we put in there. We teach anti-racism. We teach our kids about real shit in history and not, you know, the whitewashed version that is taught in a lot of schools and 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 you know ways that we can make our part or do our part and and make a change. You know how we can help um change the world. You know just within our kids with us. We believe black lives matter. We believe everyone is equal unless you're a piece of shit. You're not equal. <laughs> oh my God. So we're not even going to give this man any, uh, we're not going to give his name any play on our airwave here tonight. The murder of George Floyd, the murderer of George Floyd was convicted on all, I think it was three charges against yeah. him, which I believe is huge, huge, because no matter what side of the fence you sat on in this situation, you cannot tell us that 
that police officer was given the authority to kill George Floyd. Okay, and if you are going to come tell us, just save your breath. Just like, you, you're, all good. you're wasting your time, you and you're showing that you're a piece of shit now. human being. Oh, okay. That, if, if you're going to try to convince us that the man who killed George Floyd had every right to do that, to sit on his neck for that long, you're a piece of shit. We're going to come out nope. and say it. Okay, there it is. No matter what side of the fence you're on, you can be for the police, anti-police. We're not going to get into that today. He, George Floyd did not deserve to die. Yeah, no one deserves to die that way, especially. The, the man was found guilty, which I believe is not... It's not like, hey, everything's great. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's the enough. first step in change, which I believe is going to be potential change, and how things happen in this country, right? Yeah. So, although we were relieved in the moment for that verdict, um, there's still crazy shit going on in the world. There's still a lot of work to be done, but I that was a huge major step because... We've seen time and time again people get murdered and no accountability is given. Um, so it was nice to see account- accountability. Uh, it, was, it was nice to see that there were consequences for the actions yeah. on that fateful day. So Had to mention that before we get into the entertaining stuff. We want to have a good time and entertain you guys, but this kind of stuff is important. And given this platform, we wouldn't be honest or true to ourselves if we didn't mention the things that are really important to us. And this kind of goes back to if you subscribe to our Patreon and you listen to my whole rant from, was that last week? I mean, you know what I'm talking about with um, us sharing our lives authentically. That includes what we believe too. And you don't have to agree with us. You don't have to like it, but you're not going to stop it. Like this is just us being honest. And yeah, um, so moving on from that. So rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace. Hope that officer gets many, many, many years in prison. Yeah, and we're still, we we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what the sentence is going to be, but the first step was taken. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But I believe that was a huge, huge step in the... I don't want to say race in the progression towards equality and so on and so forth. So if you're still here, (laughs) you're here for a reason. If If we lost you, we don't need you here. (laughs) Go find someone who's going to stroke your back and tell you bullshit. But if you're here, thank you for being here. What you got on the dock, Beth? All right. So. We've got tons of confessions. We've got a chatty chat chat about influencers because I'd love to talk about it. I'd love to spill the tea more than I already spilled on my Instagram TV live thing this past week. Um, I don't know. What do you want to start? Oh, we got to talk about Demi Lovato. Oh what else God. do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 uh, let's do... Confessional confession. Confession session session session. I feel like there wasn't a theme this week, so I'm kind of kind of, you know, curious to see what comes about this week. Okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. This one's kind of funny because we've been talking about copycats today, you and I, so 
which we'll address later. Um, she says, my sister-in-law copies everything I do, debating on giving the evidence to her parents on a thumb drive. <sighs> all right. This like, is, what do you want her parents This is what I tell do? Bethany all the time. And this is what I think about copying in most situations. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. That's, that's just kind of how I feel. Um... I think you're going way overboard with this. Like it's, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> it seems like an obsession, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe your sister-in-law really just looks up to you and likes you. Like, what's? I don't see anything wrong in that. I don't know. It just seems very like twelve-year-old-ish. Like I'm telling your mom. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of weird, like, right? What if the sister-in-law didn't grow up with an older sibling or someone that they look up to and that they just inspired to be like like when i was younger yeah. i was the oldest but i really looked up to my teal jesse like he got yeah. an eyebrow piercing i wanted eyebrow piercing he got nipple piercings i wanted to get my nipples pierced my mom never allowed it but i had a a person <laughs> that i really looked up to maybe your yeah. sister-in-law didn't have that person yeah i need i think maybe we need more like as usual we need more context what is but, she doing how is she copying you but you know what i mean um I don't know. It just seems very childish, but I, at the same time, I get really annoyed when people copy me. So, but maybe I'm childish. Like, you, who you, knows? you are kind of childish okay. in this situation. <laughs> I don't really see there's a big deal. Yeah. Like, okay. If you don't like it, just stay away from your sister-in-law. Like block yeah. her on social media. Tell your husband that you don't like her. And I think a lot of husbands would have an issue with that though. You would have an issue with that. I mean, you wouldn't have an issue with that. You'd just be like, okay, well, I don't think she's doing anything wrong, so... I don't have an issue with anything that there's a valid reason for doing. Yeah. If you dye your hair blonde and my sister dyes your hair blonde, like, come on now. That's whatever. Yeah, but you will straight up call me out on my bullshit any day of the week. And I'll, I'll call my siblings out on their yeah. bullshit as well. So. Which has happened in the past. You know what I mean? All right, so next. I lost my virginity on top of my bunny's grave in my childhood garden. <laughs> What the? F what? The disrespect. I literally cannot. I cannot. Can you imagine? <laughs> Have you never seen Pet Cemetery? Wait, what's that? It's like I've never old seen it. Horror movie and like oh my pets gosh. come alive and. I've never seen it. What do you think about it though? What do you think? <laughs> I kind of feel like you're a psycho because a psycho. that sounds like it's planned. Like, how do you? on the grave exactly on the grave in the garden yeah like i'm sure there were other parts of the garden you could have got your cheeks clapped also why are you having why are you losing your virginity in the garden it's kind of romantic it's i, it's I like, mean all i can picture is our garden in the backyard right now which is just dirt <laughs> it's very like adam and eveish i guess i was gonna say that's what you romeo in. and juliet but okay <laughs> all i can picture is like taylor swift's love story music video um so this is disrespectful because all I can think about is my bunnies right now and how disrespected they would feel. I can just like sense it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with this one. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's better than you losing it in your school parking lot in the backseat of a hot car. That was a cool story when I went into science class, though. Okay. Like, I don't feel like you can go brag to your friends that you had sex on your dead rabbit's grave in the garden. <laughs> But I could definitely brag to my friends in science class. Oh, my gosh. All right. 
had an affair with my boss the whole time I was pregnant with baby number two, and I was also friends with his wife. Can I just say, I would, I would really like it in the future if we could, this word, friends, I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah, you're not my friend if you're sleeping if with you're my If you're sleeping wife. with my wife or my husband, you are not my friend, okay? But also, she was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. These are the ones, like, I try so hard not to judge, but oh, my gosh, people make it so hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> I just feel like that is the script to any show that you watch on Oxygen. Like. Yeah. Or Lifetime. That has the potential to end very dangerous. Is Oxygen even a channel anymore? I have no idea, to be honest. It has the potential to end very bad. Very, very bad. And like, did you. Did you guys just start with the affair like after you're pregnant and like that's what turned your boss on or like how, how did that work? That's hard. That's hard. Like I, I've been out of the dating game since I was a teenager, but like. You were never in the dating game. Let's be honest. I had my choices. You were Hannah. <laughs> Me or my sister. Those are your choices. Like I feel like it'd be kind of difficult to approach a co-worker, let alone a pregnant co-worker. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like I couldn't have sex with some... Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't, can't speak on that at all because I can't even imagine it. I guess anything to make work go smoother, I, I don't I, know. I, I feel guess. like it sucks. But then befriending the man you're having an affair with's wife is another level of like... That's... It's weird. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's dirty. How do you keep a straight face? Like, how do you... Like, people like this, too, I think they probably get off on, like, the sexual tension of it. Like, being around that person's wife and knowing that you're having sex with her husband probably, like, is part of the allure to it all. Whew. All right, ready? Although I do like having sex with pregnant women, though. Oh, my God. But you're married to her, hopefully. Yeah, you. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, here's a confession, LOL. My husband got ridiculously drunk, which he knows I hate, because my father is an alcoholic, and he knows how I feel, but he did it again anyways. So long story short, I got super pissed because he passed out and let me drive in horrible rain all by myself at 2 in the morning, so I texted my ex, which wasn't the best idea, and I ended up sleeping with him. Ooh. Uh. And then I replied and I said, does your husband know? And she said, no, he doesn't. I feel so bad. I've been trying to figure out how to tell him, but I probably never will. So let me get this straight. You couldn't drive home in the rain. I'm guessing from a bar if he passed out, right? Or some sort of. Yeah. Okay. But you could drive to your ex's house and get, get some dick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that, is that what I'm. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't think you would invite your ex home. Yeah. While your husband's home. Maybe you did. Maybe he was know. so drunk. What's crazy to me is like two wrongs obviously don't make a right, but I feel like one of these is way more extreme. Like drinking and getting drunk is in my opinion not as bad as literally cheating on your spouse. And breaking the vows of your marriage, like that's like him drinking isn't really breaking a vow, but 
you sleeping with your ex definitely is. And I think it's so like you literally just had your ex like that, like just one text and like he's good to go. Like that's kind of crazy right, too. I'm, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. What? Because if I have an issue or you have an issue, you're going to discredit like my issue or something. Obviously there's trauma there from her father. Right. It's a big deal to her. Right. It's a huge it's deal. It's a deal that has been discussed before. But let's say one night, because you know I hate... But this like, wasn't the first you, night. I know, but okay, let's say you start doing drugs, and I tell you I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, don't do it anymore, and then you do it again, that still doesn't give me the right to go have sex with someone else. Like, that's... It's completely... Like I said, two wrongs don't make a right. They, they don't. They she don't. literally, what she wanted to do here is she wanted to hurt him. Yes. Which doesn't make it right, but. That's what I'm saying though. Or I like could, if I, I don't even know what's comparable to this. Like, well, if I literally was started to be an alcoholic and I was drinking all the time and then one night I got drunk, your first instinct is like, well, I'm going to go have sex with my ex this now. this isn't something that just started. This is something that she lived through, had to deal with with her father. So whatever happened with her dad. Why would you not be like, hey, um, I'm divorcing you or I'm leaving you. We're done. I I agree. If if it's such a big issue and if that line continues to get crossed and it's something that you are so totally against, divorce. That's what I'm saying. But if... (laughs) What? If that's what you needed to validate yourself and so you're saying you're like giving her a little pass here, I feel like a little bit. I, I don't uh, I don't think it was right, but she, I feel like she gets a little pass. Oh my gosh! Also, do you think she should have to tell him? Uh, I don't. You'd want me to tell you. I and also, how would you react if you were doing something really if, wrong, like dr- getting drunk all the time? It's a trigger for me. I go out, cheat on my ex, or cheat on my husband with my ex, um, and then I tell you, what's your reaction? Um, we are definitely getting a divorce, and that's, that's, it ends there. Like, yeah. Y- I feel like, where else can it go? Where, I mean, there's where, a lot of people Where else that- can it go? <laughs> uh. It can go lots of places, <laughs> but for myself, it's over. Yeah, I don't know. You're the one that was in the wrong, though, according to you. No. <laughs> according to you, you're the one that's in the wrong. You shouldn't have been drinking, so in your face, buckaroo. <laughs> I'm not right saying now. what she did was right. I'm saying I can understand that... Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> if it's something that... Because, okay, there were some things that happened many many years ago some boundaries were crossed and like the anger and like well i don't even know if that counts because it wasn't something that you did but like the way i fell inside it was like yo like i could really explode right now yeah but that's because you used to have anger issues so we don't know if that's relevant to this case um case um basically though that's fucked up and also i think it's even more fucked up if you tell him because all you're doing is you're gonna hurt him 
I think you guys really need counseling. Yeah. But can you understand what I'm saying? Like, all it's going to do by telling him is it's going to hurt him. And it's just going to make you feel better. And be, you're going to be able to get it off your chest. Like, you feel bad, good. Feel bad. And feel that forever. Don't tell him. And then make his life miserable, too. I feel like you got to give him a free pass. And then you guys are even. You would never go for that. You'd never be like, oh, yep, free pass. No, no, I would never go for that. No. You'd be like, we're fucking divorced. I would be divorced from you and then I'd get a free press free pass whenever I want. You'd have a free pass. Have a free life. Oh, my gosh. All right. You ready to move on to Demi Lovato? Because I'm dying to talk about it. Or should we talk about influencers first? No, let's let's talk about Demi Lovato. And then. That might ease us into influencers we because, can, you know, yeah, that's lead. kind of what we're going to be Let's talking about. So in case you okay. guys don't know, but, Anthony's going <laughs> to interrupt me. No, no, no. I was going to say, can you uh, kind of give like a quick yeah. summary, which you were already doing. See, we're on the same page. Yeah. Wavelengths like, like that. Baby Yoda. Like, I don't know. Does Baby Yoda have someone he's on the same page with? Baby Yoda? What are you talking know. about? Just stop. Okay. So, um, in case you don't know, this week, our little Miss Demi Lovato is trending because she posted her Instagram story basically calling out this mom and pop frozen yogurt shop in LA. She said it's like so dis- disappointing and disgusting or whatever that when she's getting froyo, she has to see all these signs that say, like guilt-free, low-cal, sugar-free, or whatever they say, because it triggers her, and she um, struggled with an eating disorder and all of these different reasons she had that it really triggers her. And so she tagged the shop, called them out, and said what she said. And so they kind of replied and said, hey, like we offer these things for our diabetic and customers and for all of they gave all these different illnesses and they said that they've been a safe haven for people with these um, diseases and conditions in LA for a long time because they offer like a, a lot of times you can't eat ice cream or froyo if you have certain conditions or whatever because they have of the ingredients so Demi came back and she said well that doesn't negate that your employees were so rude to me and then they were like and then it just started going back and forth with her and her 120 million followers calling out this frozen yogurt shop. And Anthony's the one that sent it to me. And he's like, have you seen this? And I had kind of seen it here and there, but I didn't really understand what was going on. And I was like, there has to be more to the story because I really don't understand why she would be calling out this small business on her Instagram story to 120 million followers. Um... But we kind of really didn't get an answer as to what that full story might be. They just kind of kept kept going back and forth on Instagram. And then it died down. But then, of course, all of Demi Lovato's fans started attacking anyone that spoke out against her, attacking the frozen yogurt shop, attacking anyone that was supporting the frozen yogurt shop. So that was kind of disappointing to see. So Anthony and I have differing opinions on this, and he's going to share his opinion first, and then I will share mine henceforth. All right, so I just want to start off with the eating disorder, um, 
eating disorders. And dr- she had a drug overdose and too. No, 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 not, I'm not speaking oh. on Demi Lovato. Oh. I'm speaking of the issues on hand. The okay. eating disorder that Demi Lovato has dealt with, that many people deal with eating disorders in general. And then, you know, your diabetics and your people that benefit off of the da- the sugar-free, those types of, the cookies that she was complaining about, yeah. right? I don't have any of those triggers triggers um sicknesses um hopefully never develop those um so i can't speak like from a personal level on this um i bethany and i have had quite a few discussions actually recently which is actually why i sent it to you because we had just talked about like eating disorders and we, we went through the different kinds of disorders and whatnot um and I sympathize with them, but I don't understand yet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I feel like that. this is kind of my new, the new thing I'm learning and becoming educated on, just like kind of seven, six, seven years ago was mental health, anxiety, things like that. So I, I'm not going to comment on that in particular, whether who's right, who's wrong, labeling. I'm not going to comment on any of that. Yeah. For me is... You have this huge platform. Demi Lovato has a huge platform. You, what you say holds weight. Yeah, your people words are going to listen to what she says. People are going to take it to heart, and they're going to do what she says. I feel like the message is good. It's a great message. It's a message that the world needs to hear. That people struggle with eating disorders there's different things that triggered triggered those disorders i feel like the way she went about it was totally wrong i feel like you can promote change and push change forward without calling out specific businesses because like from what my understanding is this is a small business yeah it may it may be have been around for a while Many, many years, um, but still a small business. So I feel like you, she can talk about this, talk about eating disorders and the struggles of having dealt with eating disorders without actually pinpointing the finger at one specific yeah. person. And business. I feel like she's pinpointing or she's pointing the finger in the wrong direction here. Like pointed at Hollywood, pointed at diet culture, pointed at toxic um, standards of beauty pointed at weight loss culture pointed at so many other different things than one small business right and that's the thing is this business isn't the only one i'm sure with her that's caused her to feel this way yeah there's many other businesses so i feel like she could have gone on posted this posted helpful information gone on ranted about it without actually tagging the froyo shop yeah, no, I feel she, like she 100% wanted to call them out. And what I think it was, it was she was so upset about the interaction that had happened in the source. She was just like, I'm going to put these fuckers on blast. Yeah. Just went ham. And it, I don't think it went how she thought it, thought it was going to. A lot of people, what I what I saw going to this uh, business's Instagram page, a lot of people were upset that she had called this place out and were like, hey, we're going to support you. We're going to go to your business. We've been going to you for... 20 years, I 20 saw plus years. I just feel like she took it overboard at that point. And like, 
with you, obviously you're on a much smaller scale than Demi Lovato. There's been instances where there's a message you want to get across or there's something you want to bring to people's attention or even there's been like bad business deals and people are not holding up their end of contracts. Yeah. But you've never gone out and actually like mention tag because not well, I only- never have in the moment. That's I think that's the big thing here to differentiate too is she did it in the heat of the moment. And for example, like I want to call this one brand out so bad for withholding payment, but it's literally been like, I think about doing it every single day, but it's been five months. So in the heat of the moment, if I had done it, it, it would have come across much angrier and different than it would now. Um, but there also have been things like that I've called out in the heat of the moment. Like when I called out Top Golf for turning us away, um, there's, there's been stuff and I, like I have done it, but I also didn't call for like them being canceled or like I literally, I literally was just like top golf. Why are you doing this? And then they called me the next day and they were like, Hey, we're so sorry. This never should have happened. They apologized. And then I told my audience that they apologized. You but know I, what I mean? I think in your situations, they were specific to those businesses. Like the top golf thing, we had an extra person in our bay, which was a newborn baby, while three bays next to us had the same amount, if not more people than us, but we were singled out. Yeah. Um, the magazine uh, a few years back, oh, that was blatant year. racism. Yeah, I that called out a magazine owner for being racist. Was putting out there on social media. Yeah. She's taking something that. This is not only something that Demi Lovato has dealt with. People worldwide are dealing with this. Yeah. And she's, from what I got out of it, is she was kind of like putting the blame on this place. Yeah. And it's just like. The entire culture of dieting. And the issue she was talking about is grander than this one Froyo shop. Yeah. Even if this one Froyo shop pulls their phrasing of guilt-free off the shelves, this problem's not going to change anywhere else um and that's what i mean by i think this was just directed it was pointed in the wrong direction so that's what i'm saying Um, i agree with the message i don't agree with the course taken to get this message across to the world so i thought i thought we had more different opinion i thought our opinions differed more on this i should say um but i i kind of agree with you the only thing i think is I totally understand where Demi Lovato is coming from. Um, There's things that are very triggering to me, especially on Instagram. Like even today, I started following this girl because she has a huge platform. Her photos are so gorgeous. She seemed so real just from looking at her feed. And then it said she had followed me. So I followed her back and I went to watch her stories and every single story was about weight loss and before and after photos and she was trying this tea and she was doing this whatever and showing the scale and I instantly went and unfollowed her immediately because I knew that following her would be toxic for my mental health. So in the same way, I'm not posting her on my story and saying, everyone needs to go unfollow this girl right now because what she is doing is triggering to me. And what I think Demi Lovato could have done differently is if this place is so triggering to her, she could not shop there, not go there. Like, 
if something's triggering to you, then don't, don't go there. Exactly. Don't do it. Don't spend your money supporting a business that doesn't align with your values. And I think somewhere in her messaging, it was like, every time I come here, I feel bad because of the, I, this yeah. wasn't her first time there. Yeah. It was like, so, then why do you keep wh- exactly. stepping your feet into this place? Like, why would you do that to yourself? Um, so I just thought that's why I told Anthony, like, do we have the full story? Because that just seemed so strange to me. Like, why would you keep putting yourself in that position? Um, the other thing is why wouldn't you message this brand? Like, I'm sure they would have been thrilled to hear from a literal celebrity. Like this isn't like a reality star. Like she's a legit celebrity, 120 million followers. They probably would have loved to hear from you via DMS, via your publicist, whatever, and you give your honest and raw feedback and your opinions. And then maybe you guys could have even worked on doing something together to make their shop more inclusive. Um, but instead, she went straight to calling them out. And so they went straight to the defense. And it kind of backfired on her, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it did. I think it did. And what I didn't, what I did not like, though, is the amount of hate she got after There were so many people making fun of her, talking about her drug overdose, talking about um, the invalidity of eating disorders. Like it just that's what was kind of disappointing to me is it's like she opened this can of worms and then people were just like eating her alive. Um, I did see a few celebs like kind of reach out to her in support. But it was more so in like, I'm so sorry, this is triggering you and this is a huge problem and we need to change this in our society. And it was less, you know, directed at this poor Froyo shop. Um, my personal opinion of the, the marketing is, like I said, if I don't like the way someone's marketing something, I'm just not going to spend my dollars there. Like I work hard for my money and I'm not going to spend it on something I don't believe in. Um, but I also, I, I don't know, I've, ha- I've struggled with eating disorders and weight loss stuff is very triggering for me, but I don't really care about like if something says guilt-free. I don't like it, but it doesn't like bother me to the point where I need to call it a print on Instagram, I guess. Um, Do you understand why the guilt-free line is triggering? I do. I do. But I sit on the side was on the side of, I don't think everything needs a label. Yeah. Like if it's not for you, move on. Yeah, that's that's just where I stand. And I think that's where you thought a lot of our different opinions on this stood. Right. But I do think it would be insensitive of me to give my opinion on this because or on eating disorders in in general, because I don't you never experienced. I don't have a valid opinion. Yeah. And I think the thing so the guilt free thing for me, it's like if you're wondering what's upsetting about it is when you say something's guilt free you you're placing shame in food and placing shame in food is directly tied to like eating disorders or disordered eating and it's something that i felt so often okay but what about struggling what about the diabetic who really wants a cookie and because this cookie doesn't have sugar they don't have to feel guilt that's exactly and that's what the brand that's what the brand came out and said that that was their point in it and that's why i just think and it was made with, quote, better ingredients. And I don't know. It's just, it's such a hard line. And it's like, do we really want to live in a world where every single thing is catered to every single person's trigger? Like, it that would be amazing. But is it realistic? Um, 
But then at the same time, yes, 1000% I want to live in a world without the constraints of toxic diet culture. 100% I want to raise my daughters in a world where they don't have to feel shame for eating food or constantly be comparing themselves to women that don't have natural bodies and that are photoshopped and whatever. Like I do want to live in that world, but I think going after small businesses is not the it's way to the do wrong it. Way. Yeah. I think you 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 need to go after the culture as a whole and call that out before and educate people. Educate people. I think that's the biggest thing. Before you can start calling out businesses, have a conversation with them too. Like and get the full story. Yeah. Really, get the full story. Get all the facts before you start going on a yeah. very powerful platform. Oh, I think what you and I disagreed about was I did feel like one of um Big Froyo, what is it? Big Daddy Chill. What is it called? I don't even know. The Froyo place. I feel like in one of their messages they were like totally yeah, you're only, gaslighting you're only her. supposed to call me that in bed. Oh my god. Big Daddy Froyo. <laughs> <laughs> um or it's like Big Chill. I can't even remember, but I feel like they were totally gaslighting her in one of the comments, but I think you disagreed or something. But yeah, I just feel like it wasn't a respectful exchange at all. So my point that I take away from this is if it's not for you, just keep moving. Keep moving, yeah. If you want to bring awareness and have people understand or you want to, if you want to educate people, do that. But I don't think pointing fingers at any one specific entity for something that's so broad and something so worldwide. And it's like, if you're going to call it fucking yogurt, okay, why don't you start with Weight Watchers? Or why don't you start with like one of the, like these billion dollar dieting brands versus a small business? Like that's what's so crazy. It's not like she was calling out Target or Walmart. Like this is a small business. Anyways, we've already spent too much time on this. So to move on to our next topic influencers we just talked about how powerful yeah people are how powerful social media is especially for people that have large followings and have a voice that a lot of people listen to and will follow (sighs) i'm gonna explain this because you get really worked up and you get very emotional with this situation um rightfully so but i just we take it different ways the lack of originality is something that just irks Bethany's core. Like people that just take ideas, concepts, concepts uh, and and use them without making any adjustments and without giving any credit. Yeah, really take you off. Yeah. And I agree with you that it sucks and that it's a pretty shitty thing to do from people, especially peers, like peers people in your that profession. I know. Yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier how I think there's certain instances where I don't agree with my imitation is the highest form of flattery. And I think when it comes to business, and money, I think that's when it can kind of not... Get money. I think that's when I kind of fall away from that that phrase. 
if oh really because whenever i go off about this you tell me babe it's because they want to be like you yeah but but this is different because (laughs) i feel okay this is my personal opinion but i feel like a lot of people would agree with me you're very original and authentic like you'll stay up for hours and just think of ways to do things you will get tired of your blog and you will actually go in there and watch youtube and figure out how to change it and do it yourself yeah there you know what i mean like i don't know if a lot of people know this the garcia diaries as a whole is mostly in-house like bethany does everything we don't pay a lot of people to help run the behind the scenes there's there's people that we have on hand for things that we need but majority of the stuff that gets done, you do it yourself. Well, 100% of my website is run, coded, and hosts everything. I do it myself. Okay, but someone hosts the server. Like, there's... Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We, yeah, but it's like a there, There's people... Fee, but it's not like we hire someone no, to do it. No, everything is in-house. Yeah. We, down to the picture editing. To, I'm, the, I'm the photographer here. But to the, <laughs> the edits, like everything, anything you see, 99% of it was done by Bethany. Yeah. Um, and this is all just from your brain. So having an inside track to see this, like I, I see this all play out. It's, it's actually amazing. Um, and I feel like people that are in this space should have to have some sort of originality and creativity. If not, it becomes the same mundane. Everyone posts the same thing post continue start to look the same you know what i mean everything looks the same and i feel like that's where it potentially hurts us yeah because if someone takes a photo that you curated and you thought up and you did it in front of a particular object and then everyone else starts doing that it just becomes normal yeah and continues to happen so i feel like that's when it potentially gets annoying or frustrating when people continue to copy you yeah like if i think sally from around the corner wants to go to your hair salon and get her hair done by the same person you do great yeah we want that we want that's, that's the whole point of that's the whole point of this business yeah but i feel like even if my sister wants to go to the same place i feel like that's fine i don't feel like that's copying you and no no i think what hurts me what hurts my soul and my feelings, if I'm going to be honest, is when I see a fellow content creator that's literally supposed to be paid for their original ideas, literally copy and paste what I've written or what I've photographed or what I've shared about. It's really hard for me because it's like a lot of these girls too are so much they're like very well off they're very rich they're not reliant on their blogs for money their husbands have incredible jobs most of these girls are rich as fuck i'm just gonna say it and so these girls can steal people's ideas and they get paid a shit ton of money for stealing those ideas And then they get to do all of these giveaways that cost so much money that I can't afford to buy in. Even if I could afford, I wouldn't want to spend that much money on something like that. And then next thing you know, these girls have 500,000, a million followers from doing these giveaways. And then there's people like me that are stuck at, we, I can only grow authentically. I can only grow by sharing my original content because I don't have the money to 
pay for followers essentially. And I think that's the cycle that's so hard for me. It's because I feel like I work so hard and I get left in the dust sometimes. Um, everyone's like shooting up in their numbers and I'm not. And so I think this cycle just like (laughs) hurts my soul sometimes. Um, I don't, and I don't know how to change it. Like, I don't know if I, I if I, okay, here's the thing too, is I'm consistently inspired by other creators, but when I see something and I say, oh my gosh, that's going to inspire my next photo. I give credit where it's due or I ask permission. And lately I have noticed that a lot, like people that I used to be friends with people that I am for, I've noticed people taking my ideas and it's, I don't know. It's just, it's been a little bit frustrating because I don't know what to do about it. I don't think there is anything I can do about it. And I think that's the big key. I think it's just, you just have to, I just have to let it go. Yes, you have to live with it. But I think that's the big key is if they would give some sort of credit and let their huge following know like, hey, this is where I got my inspiration from. I think it makes the pill a little easier to swallow because you potentially may benefit off whoever finds your page from that person. Yeah. But I do think it's just something that the lack of originality and creativity in our world is very prevalent. It's not going away. I just think you need to learn how to get a tougher shell. Yeah, that's... Or continue to come to me. (laughs) You're my shell. And that's on period. Like, I don't know. Like, I literally... we So I did an Instagram live six days ago. Well, whenever you guys listen to this, it'll be longer. Um, if you go to my Instagram TV, the IGTV on my profile, you can watch it. So I did an Instagram live with my manager and we talked, we kind of like peeled the curtain back on influencing and what it means to be an, a quote influencer. Um, we answered so, we answered like 25 plus questions from my audience and it was so amazing and refreshing to have this conversation candidly and to be honest with you guys about what what this even is and what this even means and I think a lot of that is necessary to know if you're going to be following influencers because sometimes it's just so fucking fake like honestly you guys it's so fake so go watch that Instagram TV video I don't even know what to call it IGTV I guess um let me know what you guys think Maybe just today after saying like four different things in a row, I'm so tired and frustrated and like over it. Honestly, I'm so over it. Now, is this something that's going to make you quit? No, okay. you, don't, that, you don't need to be worried, Anthony. No, no, I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm just saying I I don't want people to take this as like you're ungrateful when you oh, hate no, your I'm job. Not, and- no, I'm never. No, I'm never ungrateful. I just think I think like in any profession there's issues. Yeah. And I don't want to, that's the other thing too, is like, I'm not a competitive person at all. I want to see every single person win. And I think there's always room at the table. So I think my frustration today just stems from, I don't know what it is. It's like, I see everyone else growing so quickly and doing all of these giveaways and these insane with these insane prizes. And I've been asked to be part of these. And these buy-ins are like two to $4,000 per person. And a lot of these girls are doing multiple giveaways like that per month. And I just, I would, I can never do that. And so I think it's just frustrating because it's like, oh my God, like if I ever want to be in that position, 
and have those numbers, like it's not going to happen because I'm not going to grow authentically that quickly. You know what I mean? And do I, but then at the same time, do I even want those followers? No, I don't want, I don't want people that don't want to be there for me. Exactly. On the flip side, I don't think you want a community that is built upon people that want to buy Kim Kardashian's underwear that she wore. You know what I mean? Or something crazy <laughs> or like that. Or Peloton or whatever. Like, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? It's just yes. like, yeah, I want people that are there for me. So I think I think once I, like, talk it out, I kind of understand, like, I have a better grasp on reality. But um, it's just hard when I see these same girls, like, freaking stealing my ideas, but it's okay. I'm going to move on, and everything's going to be great. Um... <laughs> The other thing we talked about in that Instagram live was how much money influencers make. Um, we talked about how they're like contact. We talked about literally everything. So if you are interested in any of that information, I highly recommend going and watching that. It's kind of a long one, but just treat it as a podcast. Um, put some headphones in and you don't have to watch it. And hopefully it's a lot of people said it was really insightful. So hopefully it is. Um, the other thing is, on our Patreon, we played a really funny game last week. We did, like, two truths and a lie, and it was so funny with me and Anthony. So, if you want to script, subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> it's patreon.com slash the Garcia Diaries, and it's $10 a month. You get extra bonus episodes every single week, and you basically get to hang out with us for a little bit longer, and we are loving it so far so you can head on over there and subscribe if you want more from us i'm in a singy mood tonight 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 if you want to hear bethany sing more don't 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 shut up anthony i swear to god i'll <laughs> kill you do not share the youtube cool so thank you guys for everyone that's still here for everyone that supports my wonderful wife <laughs> On this journey. You guys should see Anthony's new hairdo. It looks like a crown. I should post it on Instagram. <laughs> Went with something different this week. And if I don't like I it this week. I went with something different too this week. I got I dyed my hair brown. And if I don't it like it, blonde. I'll be back in the shop next week getting something else. <laughs> okay. You got a food plug? I do. My food plug this week is a small restaurant in our previous town of Gilbert, Arizona. It's located in downtown Gilbert. It is called The Farmhouse. Is that right? Yes. The Farmhouse Restaurante. It's a breakfast lunch spot. If you blink, you might miss it. Actually, if you blink, you might miss all of downtown (laughs) Gilbert. But this is an even smaller part. It's a very small restaurant. Um, the breakfast there is what gets me. Uh, I'm not really a big lunch guy. I will eat breakfast for lunch and dinner at any available time. Um, nice home, home cooked vibe, small town vibe, like wooden chairs. It's very rustic in there, so that kind of sets a great ambiance. But their breakfast tacos are probably top three breakfast taco that I've ever had. The chorizo. Wow. It's, it's really That's good. That's saying a lot. Um, farmhouse in downtown Gilbert. I know, I know downtown Gilbert has turned very commercial, and there's a lot of commercial restaurants there, but the farmhouse is a 
local local joint that's been around for a while. Yeah. And I highly recommend if you and your friends, your girlfriends, your boys are in downtown Gilbert and want to get some breakfast or lunch, check it out. Check it out. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Garcia Diaries or at Sir Garcia Diaries. Go follow Anthony. He needs followers. Huh, babe? I actually don't need followers. <laughs> so... He's really like, post, so don't follow. I don't really post much. You need to post more. Everyone message Anthony and tell him that he needs to post more. Guys, oh my I'm, gosh. I'm busy. How are you going to have 6,000 followers I'm and not even busy. post I got, I have five kids that I watch 24-7. Oh, that's dramatic. I'm busy. 24 hours a day. You guys want to know why my house is clean 70% of the time? is because I'm cleaning rather than being on Instagram. 100% of the time. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.